0: Welcome to Season 3, Episode 10. I'm going to be talking about Change, the Unwelcome Guest. Welcome to Transforming Procurement Podcast with Lourdes Koss, the show dedicated to help procurement professionals in their transformation journey. Lourdes believes that procurement professionals have the potential to add great value by becoming the best version of themselves. Friends, welcome to this episode of Transforming Procurement with Lourdes Goss. Today I want to talk about change. I know, I know, change is hard. I guess to some extent that is true. But why is change so hard? So before we kind of spring change on, on, on our team or other people, Let's talk about why is it difficult for some people more than others to accept change. Change is like that unexpected guest and sometimes the unwelcome guest. Particularly if they come unannounced, you're not prepared for it. Here, if uh, we are going to visit someone... They generally know that we're coming. Well, I'm Puerto Rican, and I remember growing up, uh, you had to be prepared, ready to receive people, because they would pay you a visit kind of out of the blue, and that was the norm. (laughs) So people didn't really mind. Nowadays, change is expected, so one should be prepared. But aside from that, change can be like that unexpected guest, especially if you're not ready for it. There are a number of reasons why change is generally not received with open arms. It could be different personalities, values, interests, beliefs, habits, paradigms, comfort level, understanding of why the change is necessary or not understanding, the timing, the effort necessary, not enough buy-in, and I'm sure a lot of many other reasons. Now, put yourself in the place of the people that need to implement change and are Im- or are impacted by that uh, change. That may help uh, better understand the resistance. Change is easier to talk about when it is affecting someone else, and we can go about our business and keep our status quo. But when it invades our turf, now it's become real, and we have all kinds of feelings about it. It stops being attractive or welcome. We can be talking about change for days and still not be able to cover everything. (laughs) So today, I want to highlight a couple of reasons why change is difficult and perhaps offer some insights on how to best approach and understand the resistance. First, let's talk about our programming, our comfort zone. Through repetition, experiences, environments, and beliefs, In other things. We form our personality and the paradigms that go with it are stored in our subconscious. The habits that we create reflect our thinking. Our habits, or maybe let's say our routine, is like pathways in our brain. Think of it like sidewalks that mark the path where, where to walk to uh, to and from uh, places. Back when I was coming up in up the ranks in procurement at the city of Chicago, I dealt with A&E contracts and an architect once told me that when they design a college campus, for example, they don't design all the sidewalks. They wait until the students mark the pathways and then, They come back and put the sidewalks based on the foot traffic marked by campus students and personnel. I thought that was interesting. This memory came up um, when I learned about neuroplasticity. The brain is capable of changing. We are capable of changing and creating new pathways in our brain which means that we can adopt new habits, beliefs, etc. With practice or repetition, new ideas can become our new comfort zone. When people introduce change, it is uncomfortable. There's growth that is needed. The neural pathways are not formed, and the brain is doing its job of resisting something that is going to require more effort than if the person stayed in the comfort zone that's why there's a process that needs to precede that change and if it's done correctly your chances of imp- your chances of implementing the change and having high adoption are greater so what is that process well, maybe you want to start with some something like self-awareness so that as change is announced, each individual is aware of their general disposition for change. This, of course, does not happen overnight. So one way of elevating that awareness is including as part of the plan either an assessment like DISC or emotional intelligence if it's uh, for leadership, or one that I recently became aware of, particularly for teams, called Working Genius. I'll talk more about that in the f- in a future session, or you can reach out to me if you're uh, curious or interested in learning more. Actually, Patrick Lencioni um, will be talking about it Um a little bit in the uh, Live to Lead this year. So you want to be part of that. I will put the information on Live to Lead in the show notes. So allowing people the time to come to terms with how they tend to react to change at least will give them an opportunity uh, an opportunity to have that awareness so that they can deal with change at a more conscious level instead of automatically going to their autopilot and rejecting it altogether the second thing that i want to highlight is that change is better received when one initiates the change how are you going to get people's buy in well Get them involved early. Ask people for their opinion, their input. Sometimes organizations and some leaders miss this. They work, on, they work out a process, develop all the details of the change with minimal involvement from the people that are actually going to get impacted by that change. If you recall Maslow's re- Hierarchy of Needs, After the basic needs are satisfied, one thing that everyone seeks is to be part of something greater than themselves. So get them involved. Communicate often and clearly. Communication is so, so key to the change process. Communication is something that we should have on our growth plan indefinitely. I find that this is one of the biggest obstacles in organizations, the lack of clear and transparent communication. Especially when there are changes, and even when there aren't any changes, communication is foundational uh, to leadership and building relationships. It's hard to get uh, to get it right when you communicate often So it's even harder to get it right when you don't communicate at all. So listening to people, especially those who will be impacted by the change, I can't emphasize enough the importance of communication. I'm going to put a plug here for uh, NIGP and the communication strategies class. So if you have a chance to take that class, I I encourage you to do so. So if you at least communicate with people, and I should specify on a two-way communication, uh, you'll be able to get people's feedback. Give them a role in the change design process. Everyone has ideas and they can contribute to make the process even more efficient. And all you have to do is listen to understand. Have a two-way communication. Some people kind of tune out when they don't have an opportunity to chime in. So communicate and communicate often. The third and last thing that I want to talk about today is that sometimes people resist change because They don't understand why it it is necessary, how does it impact them, and why should they care about the change. In other words, what's in it for them? People don't immediately embrace change because they don't see how it affects them or benefits them. It's important to help them see that connection. It's like the like Simon Sinek says: Start with the why. When you start with, say, the values, for example, people can relate how it align, it aligns with their own values. Of course, as a leader, you should have done this uh, homework already about learning more about the people that you lead. What keeps the people coming to work? Day in and day out. It's not just about the money. People have all sorts of reasons why they come to work at a particular organization. Sometimes we assume that people are there just for the paycheck, and while that might be part of the reason, and some people, for some people, it might be the only reason, it's not the sole reason for everyone. Some Are there because they want to make a difference? Others, you know, they believe in the mission of the organization. Or maybe they're seeking growth and development and have identified uh, that organization as a way to achieve that. Whatever the reason might be, it's important to help people see how the goals of the change aligns with their own personal goals. How embracing the change allows them to contribute to something that benefits the community, or whatever that is. So change is a process, and not factoring in time for people to come to terms communicating and getting their buy-in, and helping them understand the why behind the change to make the connection can lead to an unsuccessful process. Sometimes leadership is in a hurry to see results and take shortcuts that usually take longer. People tend to reject the unfamiliar. And this is natural. Instead of rushing through change, make people part of the process. Get their buy-in. Communicate often so that you can gain momentum. The thing about momentum is that You know that you're there because people tend to be more forgiving when you make mistakes. And lastly, don't forget to celebrate those wins. It doesn't matter how small they are. They are building blocks to your big accomplishment. All right, friends, that's all I have for today on this topic. Remember to check out the show notes for the Live to Lead uh, link. Don't miss out on this opportunity. Based on what I know of the speakers and their bios, I am so excited about this Lift to Lead. The topics that uh, they're going to talk about are very relevant to the conversations that we're having as procurement leaders. As I mentioned in a previous episode, you know, this is a um, Maxwell leadership team, uh, members around the world joining to going to rebroadcast the, the live event that is happening in, in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm telling you, if you've never experienced Live to Lead, you are missing out. The link I- of the event is on the show notes. I'm so looking forward to it. So um, Live to Lead, again, is a half-day uh, leadership development experience. You gain new perspectives, practical tools, and get uh, some key takeaways. And you know the topics again are communication, leadership insights, mindset, purpose, and success. This is going to be a jam-packed event with lots of insights on leadership, communication, teamwork, and much, much more. So you don't want to miss it. I'll put the the links on the show notes. Uh, so the, the tickets are you know it's it's only 79 dollars. So it's not. Um, anything that is going to break your bank so you want to take if you're on a growth journey leadership growth journey take this opportunity i'll also put on my on the show notes a uh, link to my free leadership newsletter if you're interested so for now enjoy your day and be well my friend until next time add value grow and transform.